Welcome to Focus on the Family's weekend broadcast. We hope the following program will challenge you and encourage you in your faith journey. Today on Focus on the Family, our guest is David Ring, and he shares his unique perspective about living with cerebral palsy. What's wrong with cerebral palsy? They tell me it's a handicap, it's a disability, baloney, baloney, baloney. I would be like I am in a day. They're a healthy man that don't know the power of God. Well, you're going to be hearing more of that passion, and I do hope you'll be inspired to live your life more fully, regardless of your circumstances. Your host is Focus President and author Jim Daly, and I'm John Fuller. John, we're returning to one of the most popular broadcasts of all time here at Focus on the Family, and every time I hear this message, I'm inspired once again to make the most of what God has given me, and also to love and accept those around me. David is a great example of the fact that every life is precious because we're all made in the image of God. And I think you'll be amazed when you hear how the Lord has worked in David's life. Yeah, it's really a powerful message. And uh, let me note that David has written a book which shares the whole story. It's called The Boy Born Dead. And we do have copies of that here at the ministry. Uh, Your donations go right back into reaching out and touching people around the world. Request your copy and donate generously as you can at focusonthefamily.com slash broadcast. And uh, what should be apparent is that David's speech has been deeply affected by cerebral palsy. So uh, he's a bit difficult to understand at first, but it'll take just a short while and you'll get pulled in to his message. Here now is David Ring speaking at Moody Bible Institute's Founders Week a number of years ago on Focus on the Family. Let me add you something. Do you ever get down in the dumps? Do you? Why? Everybody doing it? It feels good doing, man. Come to my house, let's all get down in the dumps together. (laughs) But why do we get down in the dumps? Because we have our eyes on our circumstance. We have our eyes on our circumstance. Every time you get your eyes on your circumstance, you are going to get down in the dumps. But I come to you today to share with you that God can make lemonade out of anybody's lemon. Amen? Uh, But the problem is we don't want to give God the lemon. Now, how can God make lemonade out of our lemon if we don't give God the lemon? Uh, you, you know why we don't give God the lemon? Because if we give God the lemon, we won't have anything to talk about. <laughs> huh? No wonder people don't come to church. 
because every time they come to church, they see a bunch of people sharing lemons with each other. <laughs> Do you want to see my lemon? <laughs> oh, I can be that my lemon bigger than your lemon. Do you know I'm so afraid to ask people how they're doing? <laughs> Number one, I'm afraid they're going to tell me. <laughs> Number two, I don't want to know. <laughs> how you doing, man? Oh, my bad, killing me. <laughs> how you doing? So oh, I don't think I'm going to make it today. That's Pitiful. Every little pain in your body, you go, whoa, it's me, whoa, it's me, whoa, it's my feet, whoa, it's my leg, whoa, it's my back, whoa, it's my head. Oh, get over it. <laughs> Amen. I believe with all my heart that God's people should never get down in the dumb. You'd say, preacher, I don't believe that. Uh, I know you don't believe it. You know why you don't believe it? Because you've been brainwashed all your life. You, you've been told everybody do it. it it's okay, just. Just ju show your feeling. It, it's okay. Just get down in the dumps and, 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 and be yourself. It, that that sounds good, folks, but it's not in the Word of God. And I believe with all my heart that God's people should never get down in the dump. You'd say, preacher, you don't know why I'm going there. No, I don't. You don't know the storm I'm in. No, I don't. You, you don't know the valley I'm in. No, I don't. I don't understand how a husband and a wife can live together for the 50 years. And wake up one morning and say we don't love each other. I don't understand that. I don't understand how a man can, can leave town with another man's wife in the church. I don't understand that. I don't understand how a young couple, a, a husband and a wife can pray for a baby and, and God don't see fit to open the womb. I don't understand that storm. But I know one thing the Bible says, God would together all things for the good of them that love God. If you love God, say amen. If you love God, God is on your side. God is not against you. We got the mentality of God. God don't love me. God 
it again urged by. I'm here to tell you, not only to tell you, but to show you for my own life that God is for us. God love us. I have not always felt that, that way, though. I was born to lose, born dead for 18 minutes. The oxygen couldn't get to my brain. That's why I walk with a limp. That's why I talk like I do because of cerebral palsy at birth. Strike number one. When I was 11 years old, a little boy, my daddy got sick. November 1964, my, my daddy died with cancer of the liver. Strike number two. Well, I'm the baby of the family. Huh? I'm the baby of eight. And when I came along, they spoiled me water. Nah, I'm nothing but spoiled water, but and I love every minute of it. <laughs> my mama spoiled me water. My mama gave me everything I wanted. And sometimes she even gave me things I don't want. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I love my mama. I'm not only the baby of the family, but I'm a, a number one mama baby boy. You can tell by looking at me, I'm a mama boy, because I got that mama baby face. And hey, yo, you might find that way I gonna punch your lights <laughs> Every morning, my mom and I get up before I'm away with each other. We tell each other we love each other. Nothing wrong with loving your mama. Amen. I, I think everybody needs a mama love it. Everybody needs a mama touch there. They are something very special about my mama, eh? and I'm not ashamed to tell you, I, I will be a, a number one mama baby boy until the day I die. Why? Because I love my mama. Amen. One day in my life, though, my mom got sick. The woman I love, the woman I adore, the woman I wise up every morning and call blessing. She went in the hospital the day before Mother Day, 1968, to have an operation on her neck. A simple operation, no big deal. But July, though, two months later, the doctor came to my, my family and, and, and said, your mama will never come home again. She had cancer. She had six months 
at the very, very moment to lay off. At the old now. No, my mama. This Focus on the Family broadcast will continue in just a moment. Just like a warm fireplace when it's cold outside, the joy the Christmas season gives comfort and draws us closer to loved ones. I'm John Fuller, and Focus on the Family is excited to let you know about our Christmas Stories podcast. Each episode brings heartwarming conversations to bring your family closer together and remind you of the hope we have in Jesus. You can enjoy that podcast at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash Christmas Stories. That's FocusOnTheFamily.com slash Christmas Stories. Man, I knew my marriage was falling apart. I just didn't know how to fix it. I felt like I would always be alone, even if I stayed married. At Focus on the Family's Hope Restored Marriage Intensive, we offer hope to couples in crisis so they can have the marriage they've always dreamed of. For the first time, I felt like my husband truly heard me. I've received some great tools from the counselors that have changed my life and my marriage. To begin the journey of finding health, go to hoperestored.com today. Thanks for listening to Focus on the Family. We'll continue now with the balance of our programming. By October 1968, God took my mama, the only one that loved me, judged the way I am. And I saw my precious mom go from 185 pounds to 57 pounds. Strike number three. I didn't want to live. I wanted to die. If I couldn't live with my mama, I did not want to live at all. Eh? Everywhere I went, somebody would point their finger and say, look, the boy walked funny, look, the boy can't uh, talk funny, look, the boy can't, uh, can't do anything. Like, uh, look, look, look. And I couldn't go home to my mama. And I couldn't say, mama, somebody made fun of me. Today, she couldn't pour her arm around me and make it all better. People look at me. I, I will lay in bed every day, every night, with tears rolling down my face, begging to die. Why? Because I was lonely. Why? Because I was longing to be in my mama's arms one more time. I, I thought if I, can, if I only could climb up in my mama's lap one more time, if I only could feel my mama's loving arms one more time, mama, mama would make it better, but, but those days never came. You remember that song? We sung when we were a little boy or little girl. Uh, whoa, 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 your boat. Gently down the stream. Mainly, 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 mainly. Life is but a dream. Only one problem with that. Everybody got to wake up one day. And I woke up, 
And when I woke up and, and, and I, I felt like nobody loved me, I told my family, give up on me. Everybody gave up on me, but one sister, she encouraged me. She wanted me to go to school. I didn't want to go to school. I hated school. It's no fun to walk down the hallway and let somebody laugh at the way I walk and let somebody laugh at the way I talk. It's no fun to walk down the red bus stop uh, every morning and every time I open my mouth trying to be friendly. Oh, oh I wanted somebody to be my friend. Oh, oh I wanted somebody to uh, love me just the way I am. Oh, but every time I open my mouth, somebody will put their finger in my face and call me retarded and every other name they go with their heads, folks. I don't want sense to give up on me. I, I'm hopeless. I'm worthless. I thought nobody loved me. I thought God was against me. Just give up on me. She said, no, I'm not going to give up on you. I, I don't know what I'm going to do with you yet, but I'm sure not going to give up on you. Thank God for a stubborn sister. Amen. She wanted me to go to church. I didn't want to go to church either. I, I've been brought up in the church. My, my dad is the preacher. I'm the preacher kid. I, I know the lingo. I, I even know John 3.16. But John 3.16 don't make any sense. It's one thing to stand behind the pulpit and on Saturday morning and say, For God so loved her that he gave the only begotten. Oh, that sounds so good and wonderful, don't it? But it's another thing to wake up every morning with tears rolling down my face and say, God, do you love me? God, if you love me, why do you take away my daddy? God, if you love me, why do you take away my mama? God, if you love me, why do you give me a crib body? God, if you love me, why are you breaking my heart every time I turn around? God, if you love me, where are you when I need you the most? People look at me. I don't know you, but, but I know one thing for sure, that most of you, if not all of you, have asked the same question, have you? I guarantee you, people, if I will open up your life today, I will find something way down deep crying out, God, if you love me, why, why, why? We got the mentality of God. God is against us. I've been there, folks, and nobody understands your storm quite like you do. 
for one night I went to church just to get my sister off my back. <laughs> she been on it long enough. Every <laughs> time she climb off. And that night I went there, I'd sit down and, and the preacher got up to preach. And I'd say, man, I, I wish you would shut up. You've been there too, huh? <laughs> and that night the preacher shut up, okay, but, but look at me, people. Something happened in my life that changed my life forever. The Lord Jesus spoke up, and the Lord came to me and knocked at my heart. It said, David, I, I'm standing at your heart knocking. If you only listen to me, open the door, I will come in and I will fellowship with you forever and forever. And that night I, I got up on my seat came down to a old-fashioned order, got down on my knees, and I said, Lord Jesus, here I am. If you really are there, if you really love me, come into my life. I, I'm a lonely, crippled boy. I, I'm a nobody, but tonight, I want to be a somebody. Hallelujah, people. April 17, 1970, at 8.45 p.m., I became a somebody because Jesus came into my life. For the first time in my life, I felt like God loves me just the way I am. God, God took away my old thing and, and gave me new thing. God took, God took away my loneliness, gave me a happiness. I'm not lonely anymore. I'm happy. You know why? Because I've been to the doctor. Doctor Jesus, pretty good doctor to go to. Amen. Number one, you don't have to wait in a lobby for two hours. God took away my soul and gave me joy unspeakable and full of glory. Look at me, people, look at me. I'd still walk with a limp. I'd still talk funny, but oh, the joy that floods my soul because Jesus touched me and made me whole. I'm not the same anymore. I've been changed by the power of God. I've been touched by the old-time religion. It happened to me over 25 years ago. And you know what? I'm not over yet. I don't... 
I don't want to die. I want to live one because I got something worth living for. People look at me. It's not what we are on the outside. It's everything we are on the inside. Oh, we hate to break in, but that's where we're going to have to end this episode of Focus on the Family. What a terrific presentation by David Ring as he spoke at Moody Bible Institute during Founders Week. And we're going to hear next time how God continued to work in David's life and how he met his wife and started a family. John, isn't it amazing that the Lord uh, helped David develop into such a powerful speaker in spite of his speech impediment and physical challenges? What a great example of God's ability to work through any of us, no matter what our circumstances are. And you know, this program does highlight our core mission here at Focus on the Family, and that is to introduce people to Jesus Christ. I hope you heard that clearly today in David's presentation. And if you've never accepted Christ into your life, I want to pray for you right now because you know what? It'll change the rest of your life for the better. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I want to pray on behalf of those who are bending their knee, maybe not physically, but mentally toward you right now. And we want to pray together, Lord, that we recognize ourselves as sinners. We fall short of your perfection. And yet, Lord, even in that, you love us and you care for us like a father loves his children. And Lord, we come to your throne asking for forgiveness and for you to come into our lives as broken people, Lord, to make us whole. We acknowledge that you, Jesus, are the Son of God, and we thank you for your sacrificial death on the cross to pay for our sins and to give us eternal life. Come into our lives right now and change us into the people you want us to be. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. And uh, if you prayed along with Jim right there, uh, stop by our website and look for a free online booklet we have. It's called Coming Home. It'll give you some next steps to take in your spiritual journey. And uh, let us know that you prayed that prayer. And let me say, well done. Welcome to the family of God. Yeah, you've made a great decision, and uh, it changes everything moving forward. We'd love to hear your story, so please call us. Uh, Our number is 800, the letter A in the word family, or visit us online, and uh, that's where you'll find that Coming Home ebook as well. We're at focusonthefamily.com slash broadcast. And this reminder that we do have copies of David Ring's biography, The Boy Born Dead, here at the ministry if you'd like to request a copy. On behalf of Jim Daly and the entire team, thanks for joining us today for Focus on the Family. I'm John Fuller, inviting you back as we once again help you and your family thrive in Christ. listening to Focus on the Family's weekend broadcast. We'll take a quick break and then return with the second half of this program for your family. Stay tuned. Praying with the kids at bedtime in the comfort of your home. This warm setting is featured in the new special edition print from Focus on the Family titled What Matters Most. It's a story in paint by artist Morgan Weisling, a gicle depicting a faithful pioneer family and it can have a special place in your home to remind you of what's truly important. Get this special edition print at focusonthefamily.com slash specialprint. 
That's FocusOnTheFamily.com slash Special Print. Look at me, people, look at me. I'd still walk with a limp. I'd still talk fun about the joy that floods my soul. Because Jesus touched me and made me whole. What a unique delivery of a life-changing message. That's David Ring talking about the triumph he's known in spite of the severe limitations of cerebral palsy. And if you've ever felt unloved or ridiculed, and I think most of us have at some level, then please know our program today could be just what you need to hear. I'm John Fuller, and your host is Focus President and author Jim Daly. John, I got to tell you, I love this message from David Ring. I just love it. His story is so inspiring because he hasn't allowed his physical challenges, as difficult as they are, to stop him from doing what God has called him to do. And that should inspire all of us. He is determined to share the gospel with as many people as he can, despite what most people would call his limitations. In fact, he visited Focus on the Family back in 2007 and spoke at our staff chapel gathering, and boy, were we inspired. And if you missed part one of David's presentation yesterday, uh, please get in touch with us. We can send you the entire message on CD or audio download, or you can get it from the Focus on the Family app for your smartphone. Yeah, the links for all of those are right at Focus on the family.com slash broadcast. David Ring is an author, an evangelist, and a husband, father, and grandfather, and we'll hear more about his family today. Yeah, and Jim, as we said last time, David has a speech impediment, as you can tell from the clip that we just shared earlier. Uh, But that message that he has is so clear as you listen along and get used to kind of the rhythm of his delivery. Here now is David Ring speaking at Moody Bible Institute's Founders Week a number of years ago. It's today's episode of Focus on the Family. People come up to me and say, Brother Dave, don't you want to be normal? And I look at them, I say, what's normal? You think you're normal? (sighs) You got a long way to go, buddy. And some of you not going to make it. Amen. I don't want to be normal. I want to be just like God made me. Let, let me tell you something that blow your mentality down the tube. That God knew me before I was even born. And when I was in my mama's womb, God ordained me. The Bible said I was wonderfully and fearfully made by God. Do you know God never says oops? <laughs> God never says oops. Now by looking at some of you, it came real close. But I thank God for the way I am. By the way, What's wrong with walking with a limp? 
Huh? What's wrong with talking funny? We throw away broken things, don't we? But God don't. God used broken things. What's, what's wrong with cerebral palsy? You'd say, David, it's would say, minority, I beg your ever-loving pardon. <laughs> because the Bible said, if God be for me, who can be against me? They tell me, it's a handicap. It's a disability, baloney, baloney. I will be like I am in a day. They are healthy men that don't know the power of God. I would be like I am in a day. They are healthy woman that never seen the love of God in her life. I thank God for the way I am. I will not try bother with any one of you. I thank God for walking with a limp. I thank God for talking funny. It's a privilege to talk funny. When I'm in public and I open my mouth, people look. When you open your mouth, they just keep on going. <laughs> I thank God for shaking. I love to shake. Everybody can shake. <laughs> I went to the Holy Land the other month, and you ought to see the video that I took over them. <laughs> the only people can watch it, people with cerebral party. <laughs> You'd say, David, how can you make fun of people like that? I'm not making fun of nobody because I am one. But people look at me, look at me. I, I don't have a chip on my shoulder. My feeling, it's not on my sleeve. I thank God for the way I am contentment Contentment, contentment, it's not getting what you want, it won't what you got. Yeah. <laughs> I thank God for what I got. Huh? Yeah. They tell me I'm equipped, but the Bible tell me I'm more than conqueror. They tell me I'm a nobody, but I got news for those jaybirds. I'm a somebody. I've been bought with a pride. I'm a child of the king. I've been adopted in the family of God. And hallelujah, my name is written in the Lamb Book of Life.
They tell me I can't do anything, but the Bible says, with God, all things are possible. They tell me I will never be a preacher, but I am. I'm preaching my guts out, man. 1971, God called me to preach. Lay, lay in bed when I'm in my own business. And God said, David, I want you to preach. I'd say, oh, me? Lord, I can't preach. Lord, I talk funny. Lord, people can't understand me. Lord, I, I held cerebral palsy. Can you imagine me telling God, I held cerebral palsy? <laughs> I got from the feeling God said, Willie? <laughs> you got to be kidding. <laughs> Tell me something I don't know, big boy. And I said, God, if I want if you want me to preach, take a second look and then call me. He took that second look. He still called me to preach. And I got out of my bed, got my Bible turned and opened to Philippians 4.13, which said, I can do all things through which strength of me and people look at me I'm not going to let a shaky body slow me down from doing what God called me to do now look at me look at me I have cerebral palsy watch your problem. <laughs> What's your problem? Why are you crying the balloons? Why are you down with the dumb? Why are you down with the mouth? Why, why, why do you want to quit? Why, why do you want to throw in the town? Look at me, uh, uh, what's your problem? Don't whine, but shine. <laughs> Don't you think it's about time to get the lead out yeah. and put the Lord in? Yeah. Don't you think it's about time to get off your blessed assurance? <laughs> Don't you think it's about time to get all dead center in your life? Look at you. God gave you a healthy body. Look at mine. I'm weak. I'm frail. I can't even say Jesus. Plain. What's your problem, a healthy man? What's your problem, a healthy woman? What are you 
doing in your life. Don't whine, but shine. You're listening to Focus on the Family and a remarkable story from David Ring, who's written a book called The Boy Born Dead. It's uh, an inspirational book, and we have a CD of this program as well, so you can listen to it again and share it with a friend. Uh, Both are available when you call 800, the letter A, and the word family. 800-232-6459. Please donate generously when you contact us. You can also donate and get the book and CD at focusonthefamily.ca. Let's go ahead and hear more now from David Ring. They told me I would never make it in evangelism. I only been doing it 23 years. <laughs> I, I may not make it. They said, David, yeah, you, you will never get enough invitation to shake it, stick it. But last year alone, in 1995, I received in my office in Orlando, Florida, over 700 invitations. When when I get a little bit more invitation, I'm gonna go full time. God don't want my ability, but God wants my availability. Yeah. That's the only thing I do for a living. I'm not on church staff. I'm not on church payroll. I go from town to town, from church to church, all over this country. And, and people, I, I, uh, that's what I've been doing for 23 years. I, I speak over 200 times a year. They told me it can be done. This Focus on the Family broadcast will continue in just a moment. I'm here asking people what happens when you turn 70 and a half. You get free ice cream for life? Uh, you get more senior discounts? When you turn 70 and a half, you're eligible for an IRA charitable rollover, and you can give that to Focus on the Family. You can find out more at FocusPlannedGiving.com. Reduce your taxable income and help families thrive for generations to come. It's a gift that appreciates, and we appreciate you for giving it. Thanks for listening to Focus on the Family. We'll continue now with the balance of our programming. I love when men said no way because God said stand back, boys. Eh, 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 let me take over. It's not by power. It's not by mind, but by God's power. Let us, it's much when God it's in it. Don't ever judge a book by its cover. They told me 
I will never finish college. But I did, I went four years of college in the five. <laughs> they told me I, I, I would never find a wife. My own family told me that. They said, David, don't even look for a wife. Why not? No woman will love you. Why not? You're not good enough. Don't even look for a wife. You won't ever find a wife. You can make a living for a wife. They, uh, you won't ever find a wife. Don't, don't look for a wife. But 1981, God found me a dynamite wife who loved me. Who loved me me, who prayed for me, she is dynamite. We've been married for 14 years now, and you know what? She loved me more and more and more. She loved me just the way I am. I told her the other day, don't ever think about leaving me. Don't ever think about leaving me. If you leave me, I'm going with you. <laughs> I might be dumb, but not stupid. <laughs> but I thank God for my little healthy wife. Nothing wrong with her. She is beautiful. They told that they told me I, I would never be a daddy, but I am no one but full time. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? I'm a daddy to three little girls, one little boy. People come up to me and say, Brother Dave, are your children normal? Sometimes I think they got brain damage. <laughs> but that's normal, amen. amen. Look at me, people. Every time I look at my family, all I can say to God be the glory. Great thing he had done, people. I didn't give the bum deal. I got a blessed deal. I didn't get the short end of the stick. I got the old stick. People, if you don't believe in the power of God, look up, Bill. I came a long way, baby. Amen. I know where I've been. I'm the one that lodged my mom. I know where I've been, but thank God I know where I am. God took away my mama that loved me judged the way I am. You know why God, God gave me five people that loved me judged the way I am. My wife and four kids. I know where I've been, I know where I am, and I sure know where I'm going. And one day I'm going to look up, and I'm going to see my mama 
I would love to go home at Christmas time and find a pretzel under the tree for mom and dad. I would love to call my mama up and say I have mom and dad. I would love to call my mama up and say I should do love you today, mama. I would love to bring my daddy to let my daddy hear me preach in Chicago. And, and after I preach, let my daddy tell me everything I did wrong. I, I would love that, but I can't ever have that. But don't feel sorry for me, because joy coming in the morning. And not only that, when I get to heaven, I'm going to have me a brand new body. I'm not going to walk with a limp. I'm not going to talk funny. I'm going to walk and talk like Jesus. People, if you don't like the way I am, hang in there. I'm still in the oven. God's still in the kitchen. God's still cooking on me. And when God get finished cooking on me, God going to pull me out of the oven. And God going to say, well, done good and favor suffering. Well, that thunderous applause will wrap up this two-part uh, Focus on the Family broadcast featuring David Ring. Uh, Jim, what an inspiring person he is. He really is. And if David's message doesn't light a fire under you, you've got another problem. And that brings up a pretty bold question I'd like to ask you. What in your life rises to that level, that kind of challenge that David has overcome? And where can you do a better job with your attitude, your approach, with your expression of the gospel? And let me tell you, I'll ask myself those same questions. David shared so clearly what the Lord can do with a person who takes their eyes off their own problems and puts them on him, on the Lord. And that's really the message I got from the presentation. And the other takeaway is that we need to teach our children that everyone, regardless of their appearance or their ability to communicate, has value in God's eyes. They are made in his image, and he can use them mightily like he did David's life. Yeah, it's so important to really understand that, to teach that. Here at Focus on the Family, we try to encourage you in your journey as a mom or a dad, in your walk with Christ. Uh, we do recommend David's book, uh, in which he captures his story, The Boy Born Dead, A Story of Friendship, Courage, and Triumph. Get your copy from us here at focusonthefamily.com slash broadcast, or call 1-800-the-letter-A-in-the-word-family. It might be a good idea to uh, get the book and read it together as a family. That's a great idea, John. And here at the close of the program, I want to share a letter that we received from a mom named Phyllis. 
She said that her 21-year-old daughter, Caitlin, was diagnosed with chronic seizures at age three. Mm. Uh, She underwent several surgeries with absolutely no improvement. But recently, Caitlin had a sixth surgery, and she is now seizure-free. And we all praise the Lord for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Phyllis went on to say that during some of the darkest times on this journey, she would tune into the program and that it would give her the encouragement she needed to make it through the moment. And she would also call us for prayer. And that gave her hope. She said that she loves us, and that's humbling, believe me, and that she could not have made it through the last 18 years without focus. Mm -hmm. I mean, isn't that something? It is. Um, That really blesses me, and I hope it blesses all of you that help support the ministry too. It is such a privilege together to stand in the gap for these parents who need help. So I'd like to encourage you to consider partnering with us financially. Uh, That is the fuel that gets ministry done. These are very difficult times for many, many people. And in fact, we receive over 2,200 requests each month for a consultation with a counselor. Think of that. And with your help, Focus on the Family can put that proverbial arm around the person and pray with them and help them and really counsel them through those dark moments. So if you're in a good place and the Lord is blessing you, can you consider helping bless others? The best way to do that is through a monthly pledge that really helps even out the budget for us, or a one-time gift is good too. And when you make a monthly pledge of any amount, we'll send you David Ring's book, The Boy Born Dead, plus a free audio download of his entire presentation. And that'll be our way of saying thanks for partnering with us in ministry. And if you can't make that monthly commitment, we get that. Uh, We can also send you the book and the audio for a one-time gift of any amount. So get your copy today. Right. Uh, We do have the book here at Focus and the free audio download as well. Those are at focusonthefamily.com slash broadcast or call for details. Our number, 800, the letter A and the word family, 800-232-6459. On behalf of Jim Daly and the entire team, thanks for listening today to Focus on the Family. I'm John Fuller inviting you back as we once again help you and your family thrive in Christ. Just like a warm fireplace when it's cold outside, the joy the Christmas season gives comfort and draws us closer to loved ones. I'm John Fuller, and Focus on the Family is excited to let you know about our Christmas Stories podcast. Each episode brings heartwarming conversations to bring your family closer together and remind you of the hope we have in Jesus. You can enjoy that podcast at focusonthefamily.com slash Christmas Stories. That's focusonthefamily.com slash Christmas Stories.